Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. I'm Wes. And we are here with a little different episode today. Uh, we typically have the mystery packages. Uh, we decided not. We decided to do an episode without the mystery packages today. We're actually going to dive in here in a little bit. We're going to dive into like a bunch of like, we thought it would be a good idea to like touch on like kind of like weird foods around the world and like kind of like. I don't know, yeah, maybe just, like different like cooking techniques they make or like, I don't know, just dabble in that a little bit. Yeah, right? some some like uh, foods that we find interesting that aren't considered like, I don't know, com- that aren't really common in, in uh, the U.S. Yeah, and um, definitely stuff that would be like, I would feel like weird to most cultures too. And it's like if it's outside of that specific one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also, we didn't do the package thing because uh, Bailey still has COVID and can't taste anything. Yeah, literally and... right after the last episode of it, I'm like, I wish I lost my taste. I don't have taste. So it's like, what's the point? Well, you've never had taste, but that's a different. <laughs> um... <laughs> but um, no, uh, so t- what donuts? So Wes, this morning, we were texting on what time we wanted it to happen. Yeah, it's this is our first morning recording, too. Well, yeah, it's like it's... 930 in the morning. It feels good. I like doing the morning. Recording. I got my cup of coffee with my lime green coffee mug it looks like the the green m&m but it's like a (laughs) it's like a tj maxx witch coffee mug some type of thing yes i love Um, it it's actually my mom i I love it i woke up much earlier than bailey did this morning so i've already had coffee i'm good um he's tapped in he's ready to go i'm ready to rumble i've been out of bed since like i don't know 6 30 ish um days dude i just can't i can't sleep in anymore man i don't know ever since i started working in mornings um i usually can't sleep past like 8 8 30 like yeah like when leah will come over and stay the night or whatever she'll like want to sleep until like 10 10 30 and i'm like shot no i'm like like i just sit there on my phone i'm like i can't I was like that. Oh, it, it's if, such a problem. If I if I wake up later than nine thirty in the morning, my day is ruined already. Because yeah. I feel like I've wasted so much time. Um, but when we were talking about what time we wanted to record, uh, I said let's wait a while because I really want to go and get some donuts. So I yes. re- I went out and got donuts to so we postponed the recording because of that. And you wanted to know what kind of donuts I got? Yes. What, is that what you were going to ask? Into? Okay. Yeah. What did we um, tap into? So, uh, some weird ones. <laughs> One of them like, I got just just like a regular like chocolate cake donut. Like, okay, I'm not a huge yeast donut guy. I'm more into the cake donuts. Um, so where we differ. We continue. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I can respect the yeast donut. I just prefer the the like dense cakey instead of that chewy uh, yeast ring thing. But I got one that's just a chocolate cake with uh, glaze on it. Pretty basic. Love it. Um, the donut place down the street from my house, shout out Sweetwaters uh, in Southwest Michigan. If you live there, get Sweetwaters donuts to the best. Um, they do a donut of the month. And okay. their donut this month was a blueberry pancake stack Ooh. is what they called it. So it's like a regular like cake donut. And then it's sliced in half with blueberry jam. And then it has a maple syrup buttercream on top. Oh, like my frosting. God. And that's normally like maple syrup stuff usually isn't my bag, but blueberry definitely is. So I got it and it was so, so, so good. That's really, sounds, really incredible. <clears throat> that sounds like that could easily be one of the best donuts I've ever had. It was like, a great donut. <laughs> the most adventurous donut I've like tapped into would be like the maple bacon one with like bacon crumbles on. There's this, there's yeah, this yeah. place we go like more north here in Michigan. It's called Cops and donuts i believe or something like yeah, that yeah cops and, and donuts yeah they have like they have such like it's like a long john styled donut but they have the, like the maple glaze icing on it and then like some like like uh bacon, bacon bits bacon, right bacon crumbled on top that one is so good i think they like perfected that's like the best like maple bacon donut i've had but i also wanted to ask you when it comes to the sweet iconic boston cream donut are you a cream filler or a custard filled guy this is there's only one right answer so tread lightly tread lightly i'm you know i'm trying to actually remember the last time i had a boston cream donut because i don't typically go for that type of donut i either go for like basic cake donut 
like especially okay. like a cinnamon sugar cake donut okay. or something filled with fruit. Okay. Um, punchki. Yeah, like a punchki. I would have to say custard. I'd have to say I'm more of a custard guy if I had See, to choose between the two. That's exactly what I was hoping you would say. The only right answer is custard. The problem with the cream for me is, is uh, like a donut is already like sugary enough for me. And then yeah. once you like add that cream, it's just, it's too sweet for me. But like with and that the, custard is just like the perfect balance, I think. That's, that's totally fair. Like I said, I can't even remember the last time I had a Boston cream donut. So I don't, I don't know how much my opinion actually means on that matter, but. Um, they, uh. I, I I do enjoy one. Um, I I typically don't. I haven't. I don't know when the last time I've even had a donut is because. Yeah, I mean, I mean especially I haven't had a donut at least since August because when I went vegan with my life, right. and then um, man, I really don't know. But uh, oh, my favorite donut is the uh, strawberry glazed one. Like they strawberry just, like, glazed. I, what I do you mean? Like, like the strawberry okay. frosting one with like the pink oh frosting. yeah yeah yeah. It's like your basic glazed donut with the pink frosting on it. Yeah, yeah. like a like a Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Donut. Literally, yeah. the Homer Simpson donuts, the perfect donut you can get. That's, they have one at at Sweetwaters. They have one called the Homer Simpson, and it's like the standard donut with the pink frosting and sprinkles. Fire up the fire up the old electric vehicle. I'm 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 in route. I always forget that you drive an electric car. Yeah, I. I've had it for what a year and a half this March. A year and or a half. No, t- uh, no, two years this this come up coming March. I'll have it until it the next March. So I'll have it. Have it it's a three year lease, but I think I'm going to tap. Uh, go back to gas because just the conveniency of charging. It's more practical. Like, sure. Yeah, especially like I. I mean, I live in the country, so it, like it's not the most ideal, I guess, because everything I I guess around my house is like thirty minutes that I need to go to. Especially like in the winter time, though, like I'll I'll lose about eighty miles just because it's cold out. Just because it's cold, yeah, that kind of sucks. We're getting way off topic. I know, I know. <laughs> We're um, talking about electric cars. It's a um, food show. We uh, <laughs> but, but I actually wanted to tell you something else before we get into all these weird. Sure, topics. yeah, yeah, yeah. This this past year, I can't believe I haven't told you this. I was talking to Brandon last night, and he goes, "Oh, these bananas are finally ripe." And we're just talking on the phone or whatever. And mm. I just learned that ripe meant fruit was like good to eat. I've always what like associated ripe with like bad. It just seems like Are one of those words you that means serious. <laughs> yeah. Bailey. Aren't you like you're like 25 and you just learned what the Turn, word ripe I'll be means? 25 in April. Yes. I'll be 20. Don't oh my quarter life prices quite yet. But yeah, I will. Oh, be- I already have mine. <laughs> I'm younger you than you. Just turned 24. I know. Oh, that just shows you what a quarter of my life is. Um, I had my quarter of life crisis when I was ten. Um, I can't believe, I can't believe you just learned what the word "ripe" means. That is insane. How do you go through your entire life and never learn what that means? That's like, especially when you're talking about like produce. That is a pretty common word. Yeah, I know, and it's just, it just seems like one of those words that doesn't mean the food or fruit is good good it's, just, it's like an off-putting word to me to where i'm like really i don't know if that's like i think the exact opposite i think it makes me i don't know it makes me want to eat a piece of fruit just us saying the really? word ripe a couple times yeah makes me want a piece of fruit i have <sighs> some strawberries in my fridge i'm gonna go munch them on the after the show no like when i think of ripe i think of a brown banana like for some reason that's what the like, fuck <laughs> that's not, like i i have oh no God. idea or the reason why behind it is just that's just some weird thing i've always associated with that's a very weird thing i gotta say um did you want to tap in let's let's talk about some weird foods yeah let's talk about some weird foods from all, all over right. the world well let me uh give let's me that. you said you had two that you've tried before yes i have two that i've tried and that i really enjoy um uh, and Let's then there's it. one that I'm interested in that I haven't tried before. One of them, actually, we meant to talk about uh, last time we recorded, and we just didn't get around to it. Uh, Korean coffee or Dalgona coffee. Yes, yes. That was in my notes, and I like totally just... Yeah, we just didn't have time for it last time we recorded. But oh, Dalgona perfect. coffee, I, I tried it at a um, at a new sushi place that opened up down the street from my house. And it was fabulous. It was really, really good. It's... Uh, Essentially, I think it's typically served cold. The one that I had was hot. 
Um, okay. But you take like instant coffee and uh, sugar and hot water, and you whip it into like a foam almost. Okay. And then yep. you serve that on top of um, like a cold, like cold milk with ice, hmm. and like the the texture that this this foam gets is really really cool. It's like it's like almost like whipped cream kind of consistency, but it has the same. You know what? You know what Dalgona is? Absolutely not, to be honest. With no. You. Okay. You you watched well the big current culture, uh, cultural touch point for it is Squid Game, a okay. little like candy with the shapes on it, and they had to cut the shape out. That's a yeah. Dalgona. That's a Dalgona oh, cookie. Oh, okay. So it's basically like a, from what I understand, it's basically like a disc of caramelized sugar. Yeah. Um, so it's like shattering, crispy, and like just tastes like caramel, kind of like light so, caramel. So I would associate it with like a creme brulee top. Yes, basically. that's actually a really good. Yeah, it's like the top of a creme brulee. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, anyways. Um, so this is called it's called Dalgona coffee because the foam on the top has a very similar color and taste to um an actual dalgona hmm. and uh man it was just a really really good beverage i, I enjoyed it a great deal i'm gonna have to go back and get another one oh soon. yeah that's no like um i love different types of coffees like uh that sounds actually really good and uh, yeah it was great but the one there's a coffee that i really want to try i guess it's the, the uh, like Turkish coffee where they they boil it in hot sand. sand. Yes, dude, I think that's so cool. And like, I just want like every time I see it, like I'm scrolling through TikTok or like on yeah. Instagram, whenever I see it, dude, it always drags me. And I'm like, oh, that it's I bet that coffee is so good. I bet that coffee well, that's, is so so good. Yeah, that's that's actually an interesting um an interesting point because it really does drag you in. It's the watching somebody prepare something in an interesting way is always like such a huge uh like draw for trying a new food is that like, like you know what i mean yeah like, that's, honestly, why, that's why hibachi is so popular is because you're watching this very interesting thing happening and then you get delicious food afterwards yeah and then it also kind of like brings me to a point of where like cooking and like the culinary world is such an art form and anybody who says it's not dumb <laughs> you're damn right son you're damn right <laughs> um what's what's your next one you had Oh, you want me to go through all of them? Okay. Uh, the next one that I've tried before is, is Haggis. Haggis. See, that's one that I was... I, I've known that you've ha tried that before. And that's... that's Remind me, is that like sheep intestine? Am I right on that? Yeah, it, well, it's not even just intestine. It's um, a bunch of sheep, like, organs, basically. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then if you get real Haggis from, um, like, in the UK or Scotland specifically the casing for it's like a sausage and the casing for the sausage is a sheep's stomach um mm. which you can't legally get in the in the u.s so u.s haggis is totally different than haggis across the pond you know what didn't we try it we did out of a can on your that, tiktok we tried yeah, it out of a can is that what it yep. okay yeah, yeah, yeah i obviously i don't i don't think that was like as legit as what you've had no but, but it was like, still wasn't what, bad well i mean no like from what i remember it was like very like meatloaf e like flavor mm -hmm. and like i don't know i i enjoyed it and i i yeah. would like to think i would I mean, like, it's, enjoy it's basically just a sausage like when i had it in uh when i was in scotland uh years ago i had it and it was like excuse me they served it as this little disc that they'd fried so the outside was really crispy like a sausage patty yeah and uh i mean it was it was delicious. It was so good. And I don't typically like organ meat that much. Yeah. Like I I'm not a huge organ meat guy. Some of it I really enjoy. Um, chicken livers specifically. I love chicken livers. Um but uh yeah, I don't know. It doesn't taste like irony and like metallic like most organ meat does. It was really, really good. You know what it actually really reminded me of now thinking about it? And I really enjoy it is uh blood pudding. I think it had a very similar flavor. Yeah. And like, cause like when I've eaten blood pudding, it's like, it, it still like has that like um, meatloafy like taste to me at least. Or like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Have you had blood pudding before? I have had blood pudding. Yeah. I love uh, it. I should like, buy more. I should buy some. Are you talking like, like English blood pudding? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. actually, I don't know. 
They uh the where so I know, I've I've had it in uh an Irish place like okay yeah so that's that's probably like an English style yeah. thing because I know um blood sausage is also like a super popular thing in South Korea. Huh. I wonder how, like but how different it is. Like I have no idea. I've never tried it. I don't particularly. I don't really like it that much actually. Really blood yeah, uh, huge... blood pudding. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really my not really my thing. It's the it's like I was just saying the like iron metallic. See, I coppery taste i didn't get a ton of that when i had it i don't know maybe oh really no they had black pudding and white pudding and <clears throat> i don't i assume the white pudding I'd, i would have to look into it a little more but mm-hmm. they uh uh white pudding was very similar and tasted really good as well too i don't even know i don't even know what white pudding is well do a I'm looking it up right now um Oh, it's basically, oh, it's the same thing, but it doesn't have blood. Oh. So white white pudding is just black pudding that doesn't have any blood in it. Okay. So it's like just not as good, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So you might you yeah, might actually know. like I white pudding. I might be pudding. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might. Won't... <sighs> let me, uh, right, so let, me do, let me do one or two of mine that I found. That sure, I yeah. Really... So <clears throat> I, was, I was researching, doing some. I wanted to find some that I haven't really, like, tried and i also kind of wanted to do so like i haven't tried but i would also be like very interested in trying that are like super weird and like out there and outgoing and this mm-hmm. first one i found is i'm gonna butcher it is key kiviak i believe k-i-v-i-a-k and it's, it's like more of a greenland uh traditional like thing but it basically they get like a hundred different like hundred, they kill like a uh, I think they're auk birds, A-U-K, mm-hmm. and they basically kill a seal, stuff the seal with these birds. What? They they airtight seal it, and then they, like, rub this oils on it to, like, prevent it from, like, bugs or maggots, like, trying to get yeah. it. Yeah. And then they ferment it for three months, and then it's typically, like, eat Whoa. Then they typically eat this stuff, like, on, like, a holiday or, like, a Christmas, dude. Like, I thought that was, like, Huh. And that brings That's me con- wild. I've never heard of that before. No, I th- I thought that was like crazy. And like I would love to try it because I think that yeah. I bet because I would assume they would like stuff stuff the seal with also like like vegetables and everything too, like kind of like a turkey in a sense to like right. get like all that and it's but I guess if you like fermented it, it'd be like fermented vegetables too, like in a sense like in kimchi. Yeah, you yeah, you'd be sense. like eating pickles basically, right? Yeah. I wonder if how like good that would be like imagine eating that for your, tr- your traditional I mean... <laughs> christmas dinner instead of like your duck or well, turkey. Like, what what part do you do you eat the whole thing or do you like just eat the birds or well i think you eat the seal and the bird i think it's just one big i feast. would imagine right i mean that would be a big waste of food if you didn't like <laughs> right but but you stuff a seal with a hundred birds dude like that's, that's so a lot of birds are the birds like, like i they can't be big birds right yeah, let me look at let me look how big is bird. a seal <sighs> I mean, I guess I don't know anything about this. Put a hundred birds in it. Oh, these are like seagull size, from what I'm seeing. Okay, so they're not—they're not exactly small, but they're not, you know, enormous either. Like a crow, like seagull, dude. And it's like, okay, man, dude. I don't know. I personally have never really enjoyed like a fermented meat. Yeah. Um. just doesn't doesn't work for me i don't know and then like that kind of brings me to something else i wanted to talk about um i from what i've noticed and i'm very curious on why maybe because it's in the cold climates or whatever but anytime i look into like europe like foods or whatever i tend to find that they're they tend to ferment a ton of different things mm-hmm. and like like you got your hack roll i mean you got this the seal stuff right here, the kivak yep. or whatever, and then you get—I mean, like you got some stroming, dude. Yeah, and, and then in in Iceland they do the shark heads, which I can't remember the name of. They do yeah, the fermented I, I shark heads. See, I did see that on like one yep. of these pages, but like, I I just I'm very curious on why fermenting is such a big part of their culture, though, because like, yeah, I don't. From I don't think I've experienced it's not good. Like I've tried the stroming, dude. That stuff's mm-hmm. disgusting, and like, yeah, maybe maybe that's yeah, we just talked their, about like, it. Yeah, maybe that's just like their their acquired taste or whatever. But man, I can't imagine. It's like, gotta be like like it. I mean, it, if I had to guess, like I have no idea, honestly, like in truth. But 
if I had to guess, I would say it probably comes from like um, super old school ways of preserving food uh, pre refrigeration. Yeah, that yeah, would be I... that would be my assumption. Um, but I I feel like fermenting works better in those regions because they're typically not as hot or arid. Yeah, that, that's you know, it's like, like like if you're trying to ferment something in the desert, that probably won't work because it'll just spoil jerky. or yeah, get jerky out of it at that point. Right. <laughs> Fermenting is an incredibly complicated process that I understand very little of. Um, I'd love to learn more about it, but oh, and then uh, with another thing with this uh, mm -hmm. seal, it they say it tastes like immature cheese or licorice, and I feel like that's two different like completely two different uh those are very profiles. different things yeah <laughs> is it snowing at your house yeah it's snowing it's what? supposed to snow all day today i'm very excited i live like i live like pretty close to lake michigan though yeah i'm I'm, I'm like i'm literally like 40 minutes away like i could drive 40 minutes and be at lake michigan yep there's my uh, add kicking in i see the little snow yeah you can see all the snow like, like, drop I, was like, the window. I was like it's not snowing here it's really <laughs> coming down it was. pretty hard I, hope. I wish it was. I need these lakes to freeze so I can ice fish. I know. I need I need the snow to come down faster so that I can get snowed in and not have to go to work. <laughs> um, and then I'll, I'll I'll tap on another one real quick. Um, yeah, please. Another one that I found that was like really interesting. It's actually it's actually quite illegal in most countries, Ooh. but uh, it's more of a like uh italy that area it's called maggot cheese dude yes i know about maggot cheese isn't that a big dude, thing in I, uh mongolia is that where uh, it's from from what i'm seeing is it originated from italy so but i bet italy, I, okay i bet it's like made its way over there and like throughout mm -hmm. sporadically but like man dude i think that would be one of the most disgusting things you could eat like maggots in your oh my i, I the maggots, maggots in your cheese they, they disgust me so much Oh, they're yucky. They're yucky for sure. So what is, what's the point, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what do the maggots do for the cheese? Do you know? I I have no idea. They simply just, like, they, they just decompose, and it's like, they just munch on the cheese, and then and I assume it gives it, like, a different flavor profile or something. But, like, have to, right? But, for, like, especially this image I'm looking, like, the whole, like, it's like a cheese wheel and it's like cratered out and everything and it's just like, yeah. like tunnels and everything i'm like dude that'd be so gross like why would you want to touch it but i guess it's popular on the bl the black market and i'm like oh my days dude i mean maybe it's delicious but that's the thing is you don't know don't know see like that was, was that's one of those things that like i don't know if i could try and i say i, I try about everything and that's yeah like you're pretty things. you're pretty adamant about trying bullet and you won't mm -hmm. eat maggot cheese. I could, I could probably do maggot cheese after like after a couple drinks. Then like you could, pro it probably would not take much to persuade me to try it. Now, how would you eat it? Like, how would you prepare it? Would you put it like on some like some bruschetta? Uh, no, bruschetta I'd cut a little, like... cut a little chunk off and eat it without thinking about it. Oh, I would I think just I'd straight up have some some sort of bread like that. It, uh, it's so gross. <laughs> It doesn't actually bother me that much. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not looking at a picture of it right now. I can see your face is illuminated. Your 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 camera is overexposed on your face because I can see the yeah, picture you're looking it, at shining on your face. It's funny because like, I don't have any of my lights on. It's literally just my one my uh, other monitor. <laughs> that I'm yeah, I know. <laughs> it's your maggot cheese. Oh, um, well, I also have one more that's kind of an odd one. Um, I know it's a very popular thing uh, in Japan. Uh, it's a very traditional, like, old-school Japanese thing. It's called natto. I believe I'm saying that correctly. N-A-T-T-O. Okay. Um, it is... Uh, essentially, it's fermented uh, whole soybeans. Um, and they've been fermented with a very specific uh, bacteria. Um, are those... So, are those the ones that come out like all sticky and stringy? Yes, and they have all the strings. Yes, yes, yes. yes I yes. need. I've been looking for some. Do you have some? Do you know where to buy some? I do know where to buy some. I can get some for you. I need. I know that, exactly where to get it. Cool. I know. I can. Yeah, I can picture it. Me. <laughs> in my mind's eye, I can picture it at my local Asian market exactly where it is on the shelf. That's a. Yeah, um, I've been. I've been looking at like my Asian markets for it, and like maybe I'm not looking hard enough. But that's like I, 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 That's one that I want to try. 
Yeah, totally. I, I'm interested. I would also like to try it. Um, it's considered to be, it says here, it's a, considered to be an acquired taste because of its powerful smell, strong flavor, and sticky, slimy texture. And then there's uh, eight sources that say that that's true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, that's mostly most of the information that I've heard about it is that it is an acquired taste and that it is very potent and it smells and kind of tastes like a, like a funky cheese. Because it's it's fer, it's fermented, so it has like a fermented kind of funk to it. Um, and typically, people just eat it over rice for breakfast. Oh, you start your day with those, huh? I mean, it's an interesting yeah. one to start your day with, especially. Like, it is. It, I mean, if you start your day with natto, then it can't get any worse, right? So <laughs> you bring up a fair point. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it might. That, that's the thing. It might be delicious. I have literally no clue. Um. It doesn't. It certainly doesn't look that appealing to me. I will say, but I don't. I don't think it looks terrible. Um, it's one of those things that like I've seen before, and I'm like, I'll try that. I mean, it's definitely. Yeah. Oh, I'd give it a shot for you. sure. Um, it's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to start like getting a acquired taste of fermented stuff. Like we do. I mean, I I eat some fermented stuff. I I'm a big fermented stuff is like super good for you too. It's like super healthy. So like I eat a lot of kimchi or a good bit of kimchi, not a ton. Right. Uh, and I can only I can only eat it when Heather's not home because she thinks it smells gross. Really? I think it smells yeah, good. Yeah, she hates it. Like I'm not huge into like I I got I, I do I do like kimchi. I do like kimchi. I'm a fan. Um oh dude, speaking of kimchi, have you used that ketchup on anything yet? Besides Uh I did. What did I put it on the other day? Yeah, I actually, I actually put it on some leftover macaroni and cheese. I made a like oh. baked macaroni and cheese in my cast iron skillet. Yeah, the other day, and then um, I put some of that on there just because it sounded like it would be delicious, and it was. That sounds really, really good. good. That sounds really good. See, like, yeah. and I don't, I don't put ketchup on my mac and cheese, but this doesn't really taste like ketchup. Yeah. So I guess, I guess it doesn't sound good because I don't like mac and cheese, but. Well, and that's a whole other. I do need to get some of that kimchi ketchup though. That does yeah, it's like nice. Pretty, it's really pretty, good. Pretty tasty. Oh, and uh, while while I just mentioned it real quick, um, I was doing the dishes the other day. Yes. And I was washing yeah, out that crazy. that cast iron skillet, and I was happened. I just like wasn't thinking, and I just like snapped you a random pic while we were talking. We we're just talking on Snapchat, and I just like took a random picture and like said whatever, and you got. Yeah pretty irate with me that i was washing my cast iron skillet with soap yeah it, you, that just ruins it i feel like it ruins all the flavoring that it has like absorbed and like maintained here's the thing it doesn't so really? the reason people don't yes this is like an old school thing it used to be the case that you couldn't wash it with soap because soap used to be made with lye and lye is like this incredibly you know um basic chemical i believe i believe it's basic um and it's it just like wipes seasoning the seasoning right off the cast iron skillet modern soap especially in like small amounts won't affect your seasoning at all worst case scenario i use a little too much soap i reseason the skillet it's not yeah. the end of the world and i don't like the idea of having of like just you know uh, i always use the soft side of a sponge i don't use anything abrasive in it so don't yeah, worry. You don't want to scratch it up, or I just used soap and then the soft side of a sponge. Um, so I don't like the idea of having like old food still stuck in the pan while I'm cooking something. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't want like chunks of like or small bits of food in there. But man, that, yeah. I I was always taught and like under the impression that using a cast iron you do not use soap because it just takes all the flavor away and then like it kind of like like because like i know that like there's people out there who like pass down like their grandmas will pass yes down cast irons yeah like, my my cast iron is from my grandma yeah wow and you ruined it well <laughs> no but that's, that's the thing is you can tell like if you've had a cast iron for a while or you've like cooked in one um you can tell when the seasoning is starting to come off because it gets this like rough sort of texture to it usually if it's well seasoned it'll be like totally smooth and then um it could be like sometimes they get like completely non-stick like nothing okay. will stick to the inside of it if it's really well seasoned mine's not, not that to, well seasoned but not to stay on the cast iron topic i've 
I was in a store recently. It's actually more of like a hunting fishing store. It's more of an outdoorsman store. And I was, because this year when we go ice fishing, a bunch of us, we're going to like do a 24-hour like sleep on the ice, cots, shanties. That sounds cool. Yeah. And I was looking at like cast irons because like I got like a little grill or whatever that we're going to cook like maybe like venison in the morning and like stuff. But I'd like a cast iron if we want to cook eggs or whatever in. Yeah. And I was looking at them and I was like, they said they come pre-seasoned. Is that like a false? I was very like skeptical if it's actually like a real thing or should you always just season your no matter what? You know what I mean? I would say I would say season it anyways. Like worst case scenario, you have extra seasoning and that doesn't hurt <laughs> at all. Um yeah. basically the way you season, um, well, I don't need to explain how to see if somebody wants to season a cast iron skillet they'll google it right <laughs> right uh but it, it's a it's a super easy process and it doesn't take a ton of time it takes maybe like i don't know last time i did it it took me like an hour and a half to season it and I mean, it was literally just sitting around in the oven like you just yeah you basically all right i guess i, I will explain <laughs> the season the skillet. so what i do for my skillet is i take like uh neutral oil usually like canola oil vegetable oil whatever i have around put a little bit on the inside of the skillet and then wipe it around with a towel so that there's not like oil sitting in it but the whole thing's coated then i'll put it uh upside down on the oven rack in a cold oven um with a pan underneath to catch any oil that might drip out and then i then i turn the oven on to 350. so the pan is coming up to temperature at the same time as the oven everything in there is heating evenly at the same time right okay and then I let it sit in there at 350 for like an hour and then I turn it off and then I let everything cool down at the same time. And then you just pull the skillet out and it's ready to go. Seasoned. That's yeah. Yeah. And then then, That's it. then you're cooking steaks and eggs, baby. Steak yes, sir. And eggs. Steak yes, and sir. Eggs. I love steak and eggs. It's so good. Me um, too. God, I need to get a good steak soon. Now tap now there's this is gonna be like a kind of a two parter right here. Um All right, let's get it. They uh so another one that I saw when I was looking into like weird foods or whatever, they uh they're called like dancing or drunk shrimp. Have you heard of these before? Are they the ones that like you pour sauce on them and they wiggle around and die? Well, you can eat them live. Yeah, you can serve okay. them. Yeah, that you douse them in a sauce or whatever. But they can also be like I've seen to where like I was reading a little bit last night that like you basically they put them in like a thing of like alcohol and you basically mm-hmm. like. They like become drunk in a, in, I guess, and then you, and then you just eat them like that, and with like other like probably like noodles or whatnot in it. Sure. And I thought that was like really like kind of like intriguing because I was like that made me like go down the path of, would I eat an alive, live animal like that? Yeah. Like obviously like eat it alive. I, I, yeah, I would do like bugs or whatever, and I don't really consider those like. I don't know. I guess that's not as like moral, like hitting for me. But like, it's right. like like thinking about like, would I eat one of those live shrimps, or would I have to have it like kind of like cooked or like prepped properly? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think I would. I think I would eat like a live shrimp. And then I wanted to like get see what you like, you thought of like eating. Like, what would you tap into like eating live animals, or was it like a uh, food I... basis? <sighs> It's got to be food by food. Like I, I'd like to say that I would try to eat that I would eat pretty much anything. Um, that I would try everything except balut. But one day, well, one day when I don't know, man. When uh, but when it comes to eating a live animal, I don't know that I could actually do it. Even the thing like like a shrimp is basically just a bug, right? Um, they have like very very minimal like functionality in a sort of cognitive sense but even still i don't know if i could actually do it the idea of me taking a bite of something and feeling it move around in my mouth is absolutely the most off-putting thing i can think of for me like that i would like if i were to like like a bug wise let's say like i ate some ants it'd be instant like chung 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 like just chomping right at the bit like you're mm-hmm. just killing it instantly but like i feel like with the shrimp you just bite the head and then you're probably fine but you're also probably gonna get the Especially if they're like drunk shrimp, dude, their body still probably moves or whatever. It's like people eating like octopus tentacles or whatever. Yeah, and there's and, like, all the, that one. I don't know if I could do because of like mm-hmm. 
I'd be afraid that thing would just get suctioned to the back of my throat. Yeah. Also, I... also octopi are like generally considered to be a pretty intelligent animal. Yeah. No, there's definitely like, you know, I, I tr- yeah, no, that's one of those things that like that's what fucks me up. Yeah. Because like, like I don't the, want the whole like intelligence and sentience thing. Like I don't know. Then would you eat? No, I'm just gonna go down. I'm gonna rattle off a bunch of different animals now. That if oh, would Christ. you eat or okay. not? Would you eat horse? Alive? No, 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 no. This is oh, more or less like uh, in, because I, like American I have, stock... eaten. I have eaten horse. Yeah, yeah when I was in, uh, I went to Iceland in 2015. I think I was there. Uh, I had a horse steak, and I was when I was in Iceland because they and that's like a common thing there because yeah. they can't sustain cattle on the island. Like it's huh. so, it is so resource heavy to to do cattle on that island. But horses are horses are just easy on the island. So that makes um, sense. Yeah, so they just farm horses. So eating horse is like a normal thing there. I feel like I feel like horse was, would be like a really like lean meat and like not it was much delicious. Fat. Was it really? Yeah, it was super good. I don't even know what cut I had of it because I don't speak Icelandic. But uh, <laughs> but it was um, yeah, it was like a super tender pork chop. Is kind of what it was like. I know. I know you can eat that raw because there's this. Uh, I think it's cherry blossom meat is what they call it over in like Asia. And like they, you can typically like, then uh, it's just horse meat raw essentially. Yeah, I've I've and seen that. I saw that pretty recently actually on a. See, I would, pop, I would up do, on my Reddit feed. I would do horse. Would you do? Would you do whale? I have done. Also in Iceland, yeah. But I didn't order that one though. To be fair, my my dad ordered it, and then I was just curious, so I tried a bite of it. It was fine. I bet that would be all right. I, I feel like yeah, the whale it's... is more of like a fattier. Uh, it's weird. It's really weird because a whale's a mammal, so it's red meat, like a steak. But it tastes, true. but it tastes like seafood. See, I feel like that'd be good. It was, it was interesting. I don't remember it being particularly good or bad. I just remember it being interesting. That's see, that's one that's like very intriguing to me. Yeah. Um. Now, see, like these are all the, I'm asking all these animals that like typically like in America would be kind of like profound or like. Yeah, not, taboo. Like, common, yeah, taboo to eat here. So, like, would you tap into? Let's say you went to Asia. Would you tap into the cat, cat or dog food? <sighs> I don't know. That's a tough one for me. I think I don't like. I'm not a huge fan of cats, so I could do cats just fine. But the dog. I was about one, to say the exact opposite. Actually, see, see the dog one though. I love dogs, and I think. If I didn't see it prepared or like anything, if it was all behind the scenes, I didn't see it get cooked or anything, I think I could do it just fine. But like seeing like because I've seen like pictures of like the markets of like dogs, like kind of like cut up and just like like the kind yeah. corners or whatever. Uh, and was, I was I was like, see, if I saw that, I don't know if I could do it. But like, OK, I don't know. Here's the situation in which I would do either of those. I would have to go to the restaurant and have absolutely no clue what I was doing and just accidentally order it and then not know until I ate it and I was done. And then somebody would tell me that's the only situation that I think I'd be OK with it. So it's like, well, too just, late now yeah, dogs with either cat. with either cat or dog. I don't think I could do either of those. Yeah, I mean, I have both pets, but I mean, like, I, I hate my cat, though. That thing's a demon. You and... still have a cat? I didn't know your cat was still around. Yeah, this this one's still kicking. It's actually in my in my room here somewhere. Is meowing oh, really? trying to get out, but I just, <laughs> hold hold your paws. But like, uh, yeah, I locked I locked my cats out of the office while I'm recording. But they just um, cause problems. Yeah, no, dude. Like cats and dogs is a weird one. I could do monkey, but that's like that's like kind of like the uh, octopus thing. They're like intelligent animals. So yeah, kind of like they are. I don't know. I, I it's think a little I sus. I think I could do monkey. I don't know. You and me are gonna have to go to. Oh, dude. You and me are gonna have to go to Taiwan. I know we've talked about it a lot. Or go to uh, uh, Thailand. We've I talked love. about going to Thailand before. Uh, I know. I'd love to go to Thailand. That's like. I think we should. We should. We should plan that out soon. We should because um, like Thailand is like the street food there is like incredible. They it's have this wacky dude. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. so cheap and like it's premium food and like. One thing that I I might have talked about it before on here, but like on the show Somebody Feed Phil, they have these. He's like first episode he goes to Thailand and they has the they have this like canal market where you like you're in this little like gondola boat in a sense, and you're just like 
go down this canal and if you like you want to stop at someone's like market stand you just literally pull up to the side and they give you the bag of like whatever you need that's so cool i think it's like super awesome right yeah that sounds fantastic like they have like soup bags they got like soup in a bag soup in a bag with a straw not caring about the world sounds great (laughs) eat your pho through a straw um so good I know. I made it like a couple of weeks ago. I had pho. I had a day off of work, so I made pho for breakfast. Oh my god, it was good. Breakfast? Yeah, dude. It's a great breakfast. See, you're doing... You do these things like Brandon. Brandon... (laughs) Brandon, you guys do some weird things. I think breakfast is specific to like your typical breakfast food, and then anything else throughout the day is fair game. Like, Brandon will do like... I've seen this man eat frozen buffalo wings we might have talked about this before but like we've seen like i've seen meat frozen buffalo wings at eight in the morning before going to class once. yeah and i think that was the most disgusting thing and he doesn't even like if he'll like not eat either microwaved so they're that's also a problem mm-hmm. and then he like won't even like make sure they're fully all like unfrozen and he'll just eat cold ones if the, he doesn't even care and i think that's even more that's even more off-putting to me okay that's my, a crime and it's that's a crime in its own right but because like if uh, food's supposed to be hot and i taste it and it's cold i'm already like i lost an appetite i don't know what it is about me that does that but yeah it's like, i think it, it for me that depends on the food and like where i'm at in my day you know i don't i don't know but the the idea of you know i mean if you think that breakfast is just breakfast foods, I think you're on the wrong podcast, my friend. Because dinner for di- the idea of dinner for <laughs> yeah. breakfast is you like such a <laughs> it is such a deep it is such a deep philosophical thing for me that like I am going to wake up at eight thirty in the morning and I'm going to eat mashed potatoes and meatloaf and peas and that's my breakfast. Like I'm going to eat whatever I want whenever I want to because it sounds good at that time. Like I'm not going to be contained by the the imaginary concept of time. You know what? Actually, let me let me change my stance a little bit. If I, in the rare, very rare occasion, if let's say I pull an all nighter, I could eat pizza in the morning. But it's like going to sleep and like restarting my like, like just waking up. I'm not yeah. intrigued at all by that. But like if I were to like do an all nighter and like didn't sleep or anything or like let's say like I worked a third shift job or whatever. And like my schedules were flip-flopped. I could eat dinner yeah. at six in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know what it is There's, about that. That's like super like. I'll occasionally like I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a night with some, with some friends, you know, and I wake up in the morning feeling a little under the weather and uh, I'll just wake up, walk to the fridge, grab a cold slice of pizza straight out of the fridge and eat it hunched over the sink. Like that's breakfast eight o'clock in the morning. I'm eating cold pizza over the sink, whatever, who cares? It's delicious. I love it. I'm not going to go to all the effort to make scrambled eggs and bacon. Are you kidding me? No shot. No, I definitely know, I definitely understand the conveniency of it. You're not, yeah. you're not wrong in that aspect of it. Um, oh, ooh, this is another one. Would you ever eat bat? Eat bat? Yeah, like... like I don't uh, know. I, see, I don't know that it would be particularly tasty, is the thing. Because it's a very... I can imagine it's a very lean little guy. Yeah, and like because i'm looking at one right now and it's like fruit bat soup and i'd be very like i'd wonder how that meat would taste because i mean they're like their diet is fruit that's true i can't imagine like it would be like a bad meat like maybe like a sweeter meat in a sense if that makes sense yeah that does make sense but i bet that would be pretty pretty interesting honestly yeah that's that's fascinating see that one isn't even like I don't necessarily have a moral qualm with eating a bat. It's just that I'm not really interested in it because I don't think it would be that tasty. It doesn't sound good, you know? Yeah. And that's they, not my my narrow-minded American viewpoint kicking in. That's just because of, like, what a bat is. <laughs> like, I don't I know. I think bats are perceived are kind of, like, gross, you know? Like, they're, like, yeah, it's a rodent. Like, and they, like, yeah, dude, I, I guess it's you're a flying not, rat. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, I never even, like, for some reason i always like had like a negative like thought of about them but i've never like really like like i guess i never really consider them as a rodent but yeah no you're it's like eating like well like a rat in a sense or like a rat yeah that's because uh in uh, i mean in michigan at least and like the area that we grew up in bats like most types of bats in the area that we grew up are like protected species it's like you can't shoot them you build bat houses and shit like my mom has a bat house in her backyard still 
See, I think that's cool. Like, I like, yeah, I, it's a it's a protected thing, but that's obviously not the case everywhere. Yeah, it's. Oh, I had another one. Oh, is there? Now I'm just hitting you with all these questions. Is there like right. a? Uh, is is there a, a rodent you would eat? Not a rodent. Eat like, uh, would you eat possum, raccoon, or like? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna flat out say no. Like, I mean, okay, so raccoons and possums especially like they're disease-ridden little guys and mm -hmm. eat out of the garbage can and i don't really want to be associated with that you know what i mean you don't want to be associated with a trash panda let me yeah let me rephrase that i don't i don't like the idea of eating an animal that exclusively eats out of my trash can that seems <laughs> odd you know what i mean it's but you know what you eat though well, yeah, because I was eating it earlier. That was my lunch, and then he had my lunch, and then I had him for lunch. Like, it's it's a whole cycle. Circle of life. Yeah, it's more of a straight line, I think. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he just gets eaten. Um, no, I don't know. I, well, that's the other thing, is those kind of meats seem like... I mean, if you want to call them game meats, I feel like that's being generous, but we'll call it game meat, is, yeah. like, very, like, lean and stringy. Um, especially, like, for example, um, hanging out with Zach when we were kids. Yeah. We would always go squirrel hunting, and me and him would, like, shoot a couple squirrels, and then we'd cook them and eat them. And they were yeah. always, like, chewy and stringy and tough and lean and, like, not great. <laughs> yeah, that's frankly. one of the... I've never had squirrel, especially like being around like in the area that we've lived in. Like squirrel, yeah. like is like kind of like a popular thing. I would like, you know, and like for some reason I've never had squirrel or rabbit, and like that's definitely like a. You never had hunt. rabbit? No, not or like turtle. Oh, man. Like turtle, I'd love. I've to never have had turtles. Turtle. I would love to have turtles, but that's another one too. that I'm that I'm like I'd love to eat, but I've I love turtles. I'm actually I have a I have a. Uh an old coworker out here who I could probably still get a hold of that has a rabbit farm. It's like, I can just get rabbits. Yeah. Last, uh, a couple of years ago, I bought like five whole rabbits from her. That'd be kind of nice. What yeah. is it like? How do you, do you prepare to like, how do you cook your rabbit? Uh, is it like anything like special or is it just like a typical, like, I don't know. It's, hmm, I'm trying to remember. It's a little odd. I haven't, I've only cooked two rabbits. The other okay. three I gave to my mom. Um, okay she wanted them but i did one of them as like a, a hessenfoffer which is like a german dish a german rabbit dish that's really good okay. um and then the other one i did just kind of like a piccata so i like broke rabbits don't have a lot of meat on them so breaking them and they have a lot of little tiny bones so fabricating okay. a rabbit is kind of a laborious process um so i would fabricate this rabbit and then um did it like a piccata so like bread it, sear it off, and then like a lemon caper sauce. Okay. And it was pretty good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. Uh, one thing I want to touch on before we wrap this up or anything is uh -huh. I talked about before I believe the podcast we started recording on like we get like traveling places and like yeah I told you how I wanted to go to like Kenya or whatever mm -hmm. and the main reason I want to go to Kenya is to uh. Or I guess like any place in Africa that it's like tribe like like I would love to like go to like to the Maasai or whatever, and like hang out with that tribe. And I wanted like because what the, one of their big things they do is just drink like like cow blood or whatever. And I would mm -hmm. love to embrace that like tribe like and just that would be kind of cool to like like become like have a do something that's like culturally significant for this culture. Yep. That's like also an uh, an experience for you. Yeah, because like I I know someone who's like done like travel work in a sense, or like it's kind of like maybe like a, like work away program, and they uh they went to like Tanzania, and I remember him cool. saying like they would like he was there for like a month month maybe two, and then they drank like goat blood out of like a. Uh, just a bowl. I thought that for some reason that's always stuck with me. I just think that's so cool. I don't yeah. know what it is about. It. I mean, I could do it here, but I want to have like that tribe, like embraced experience. Oh, while we're talking about uh, like African food, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about um, that I didn't actually bring up. But uh, you ever had Ethiopian food? 
No, it's definitely on my list that I like. Okay, I've been recently wanting to. There's try. a super good Ethiopian place in Antar. We'll go there sometime. But basically, um, they have this this big round table, and they have this piece of bread over the whole table. I think it's called um induya bread. I could be mistaken on that, but it's just like really thin, like super spongy, porous bread. Is it like and non then, in a sense, or is it like in a in a way? It's it's like, I mean, it's this round, thin thing. Okay. Um, it's very chewy and okay. like really absorbent and like spongy. Okay. Um, and then what they'll do is they'll come around to your table and they just put piles of like braised meats and like stewed beans and veggies on top of the table, like on the bread. And then to eat it, you just tear a corner, like you tear a piece off of the your tablecloth, which is made out of <laughs> duya bread, and you just pinch up a bundle of whatever you want and eat it. And it is, it was this was like a long time ago when I tried this, but when we were talking about like interesting foods and then you talked about Africa, maybe think of this, um, it was delicious. And it was also an incredible, an incredibly interesting experience. Like, because the way that eating culture is in like, like um, the U S especially it's like sit down fork and knife or like yeah. get something really quick and get on with your day. We don't have this sort of like everybody sits around, shares everything at the table, and is just eating with their hands. There's no silverware. Oh, You're like man. grab a piece of bread and pinch it. Like it's a very cool and like intimate eating experience that I really enjoy. That sounds awesome though. Like I've definitely like I've seen stuff like that, but there's like this African dish that like they have like this big dough ball in a sense. And like you I think it starts with an F. I can't I always forget the name. But you basically pinch it and then like you dip it in like some like sauce and meat or whatever and you just eat with your finger i always think like eating like the hand food like that is so cool and, it like, really is i wish it was more embraced here to be honest i do too i do too well i, I see people eat i live pretty close to a mcdonald's and every time i drive past <laughs> it i see people eating with their hands so there's that i guess i guess that's a fair point <laughs> <laughs> that's a little that's a lot more depressing and less communal though yeah, yeah. but now we're depressed yeah well I guess that should be it then. <laughs> we'll end on a depressing <laughs> note. And, yeah. <laughs> but you can find me on TikTok at Weird Eats. Uh, Wes, anything you want to promote or any inspirational quotes that you like to lay on people? Uh, I feel like I did actually have one and now I totally can't remember it. Congrats. You have Alzheimer's. Uh, yeah. Good. That's, <laughs> you know what? Fine. That's that's fine with me. Uh, drink Drink some water. Water's drink good. Some- Drink some water. That's what I'm doing after this. I just finished my cup. I know. Of coffee. My, I left my water in the other room, unfortunately, so I couldn't get up to get it for the past like hour or so. That's tough. But, that's tough. All right. Peace, everybody. Bye.